Let's go. I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere. What's up, everybody? Jeff Sintel, DogNation.com. And we have a special Before the Hedges uh, edition tonight. Uh, streaming live, actually, from Woodstock, Georgia. Uh, practicing our social distancing. Hope everybody's doing great out there. Uh, social distancing. Lots of big news to get into day, today on the state of Georgia front. No, no more schools. The end of the school year, Governor Kemp has uh, mandated that. That's a new um, doctrine that's came out. That's big. I'm sure every high school kid and mi middle school kid and elementary school kid in the state of Georgia knows about that. But the other thing, just to quickly get into it, is the uh, NCAA has mandated that the quiet period still will be in effect for all NCAA schools until May 31st. That essentially means no on-campus recruiting, no unofficial, no official visits for the 2021 class until at least June the 1st. Those are big items right now, but what I want to talk to you guys tonight is about that special guest. We're going to call this, we got to call this, the dopest program in the history of Before the Hedges. That's because we've got 2021 Georgia commitment, David Daniel, the big thumper at the back end for Woodstock High School here with us. David, welcome to Before the Hedges, man. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. How about you? Good, man. Uh, first off, I want to let everybody say hello. You got David Daniel. You're looking at him. He's always representing the G. He's big about that 10 toes down about Georgia. Uh, yes, David, if I had, you know, we all get our routines. For me, it's a bowl of cereal. It's writing some stories. It's trying to get exercise. What are you doing right now to kind of to kind of get through and have a routine right now for this self at home and quarantine stuff? You know, uh, with everyone being out of school because of the uh, virus or whatever, you know, I'm waking up, getting straight to school. Um, I'm getting that done by like probably 12, 1 o'clock. I eat my lunch or whatever. I go work out for a little bit. And, you know, after I work out, I go take my shower, have the rest of the night to myself. You feel like you're missing something? That's what some people are telling me. They're missing the camaraderie. I know you, you're, you're probably thinking you got to stay in shape and get your grind on and get that elite tackle training, that DB training. What do you feel like is the biggest thing going through a teenager's mind right now about all this? You know, they're just – everyone's trying to stay safe, you know, because uh, what's going on, how big it's gotten, the uh, virus. But my main thing is, you know, just live in the moment. You know, you never know when something's going to happen, so – it's pretty clear what just happened with the virus recently that everything's unexpected. So, uh, you know, just live it to the fullest. Do you have a couple of favorite things you like to do? Do you, some guys tell me they get on the sticks, they get on the game. Some guys tell me they got to run around their neighborhood. They've never been in as good shape as they are now. What are you doing that are kind of the things you do during chill time? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm always on the game. You know, I love Madden. That's just, that's cause I play football, you know, that's been my lifestyle or whatever. But, um, yeah, I play Madden. I play Call of Duty, games like that, just to keep myself sane. Uh, guys, we're going to spend about, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes here with David. I'm going to ask him a couple more Jeff Reporter questions. And then you guys, drop your questions in the feed. Uh, anything that I can I can see on there besides him giving away the whole class or yada, yada, yada. Anything that any, – any details that he's allowed to bring to the light of day right now we're going to talk about. Uh, I just wanted you guys to get a chance to see this young man tonight, see some personality. I mean, goodness, we're all trying to make do. Like David said, we're living in the moment. But the one thing we're trying to do is trying to make this normal. And for all you folks out there, if, 
if David and I can make you smile tonight at six o'clock, you can learn about the future of the Georgia defense that, that then that would be a win for us. Um, sure. David, I guess, um, you know, I talk to so many recruits right now that are uncommitted and they feel like, man, they feel like they're a five-star or the number one, whatever in the country right now, because they're getting three times as many calls, FaceTime calls, texts, chats. What's that like for you, which is a very solidly committed recruit to the university of Georgia? What's that like for you? Um, I can say once you commit, uh, it does get a little more aggressive. Um, I still have schools calling me, texting me back to back. I got like Florida State, Florida, uh, Georgia Tech, Alabama, schools like that. Just constantly texting me, you know, uh, just letting you guys know we're in our minds, things like that, making sure the family's safe. But I mean, I enjoy it. I want to thank them for that. But, you know, I'm saying my ten toes down. David, I guess right now, I think Georgia would be in their eighth spring practice by now. Do you think you would have went up to check out spring practice by now, watch the workouts? What were you going to be doing this month had we had a normal March? Um, I would have been up there as much as possible, you know, just because that's where I'm going to be spending my next four or five years. You know, I'm trying to get the uh, whole perspective on everything we're about to be doing and hopefully, you know, get my spot up there. So if you guys follow him on social media, I think one of the things you notice, first off, you're not following him. Follow him right now. What's your what's your handle for everybody out there? I think it's Dope or David X. What is it? What is it? All right. On Twitter, it's David underscore X underscore Dope. And on Instagram, it's uh, David.Daniel with three O's. So if you follow him, I think, what is it? Your goal, you want to be 6'3", 205 by the time you enroll in January, right? Yeah. How, how close are you right now? Are you about 195? What are you? Where are you at right now? I'm probably like 190. Um, I know I'm 6'2", but I'm probably like 190, 193 in between there. And, folks, I don't know if you know this, but the guy's committed. Uh, he was a top 50 recruit when he committed. But I think I think you work about as hard as anybody I know because you got a, a tackling guy that helps you work with your tackling and your fitness and your leverage. And then you, okay. and then you train with Glenn Ford. Uh, which is, I dare you, where you get your DBs, your drops, your turns, your pedals. I mean, it seems like you're trying to augment two areas of your game at the same time. You know, I, I mean, I specialize in both. You know, I feel like I can cover the field uh, in the back end, just sideline to sideline faster than, you know, whoever can. But um, I also like coming down in the box. I'm not afraid of contact. So, you know, I'm always trying to go knock someone's head off. I can attest to that. I saw Woodstock. I saw Woodstock play Walton last year. You know what I'm, what I'm going to bring up, Daniel, David, because, you know, that was an end of, end of Woodstock season. Yeah. And it was a thrilling game, man. It, it was. I mean, it was – Woodstock went for the win. They got it. It had to be the biggest win of your season last year against Walton, a pretty good team. And afterward, you're with your boy, Colby Cox, and everybody's, like, taking pictures. And this, <laughs> I'm not lying, folks. David literally, when, when – Kobe's like strutting and getting his selfie game on. He just waylays him and just brings yeah. him to the ground. It's like Bobby Boucher or something. That's how you meet people. What, why did you want to waylay your boy like that? Man, that's Kobe, my dog. I love him, you know. But um, we, I, when I first got here to Woodstock, he was like one of the first few people to talk to me or whatever just because we, we was on the football team together. You know, we got close or whatever, uh, hung out a few times outside of school, outside of football. You know, he's just – he's a cool dude. So, um, you know, seeing him end his season like that, 
it made me happy, it made him happy. So I don't know. It was just acting out of craziness, I guess. Just being boys, right? Yes, sir. So David is uh, going to play in the SEC at Georgia. Colby's going to be a long snapper at M- Mississippi State. So you guys might cross paths one time during the next four years. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. Uh, before I get to you guys, um, we got a lot of people joining in, a lot of questions. Uh, folks, this is David Daniel, the 2021 Georgia Safety Commit. Uh, 6'2 now, about 190 or so. Wants to get to 6'3", 200. Uh, he committed to Georgia over a host of schools. He just felt right last year. I remember great story where he just knew he's on the field. Coach Warren is there. He's hanging out. Coach Warren grabs his younger sister and basically whirlybirds her across the field. And it just felt right to you, didn't it, David? Yes, sir. You know, uh, Coach Warren, you know, he was talking to my sister or whatever. He grabbed her or whatever. And mind you, when I visited these other schools, my sister didn't want to go near any of these coaches. So uh, to see her go to Coach Warren after, you know, like this, our second visit, I think, it was just, it was amazing. I was like, she's never touched any of the other coaches, let alone get near them. So I was just like, you know, that's maybe a start to something. Yeah. David, if, if, you, if folks don't know, you've moved to Woodstock. You grew up in South Florida. It's really funny, man, how you got a lot of connections with a lot of guys that are in the 2021 class that – down in South Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, South Florida area. Like I've seen pictures of you with with Dallas Turner. I've seen pictures of you. You might've been playing with James Williams at this time. What's that like seeing all the guys you grew up with now, maybe on the recruiting board at Georgia again? You know, uh, I'm proud of them. You know, we all grew up together playing football. You know, I'm just, I'm happy to see everybody's eating. Everybody's eating. Last one for me, uh, David, and then I'll get to all these questions. Uh, what keeps you committed to Georgia? Um, you know, the, the contact. Um, I talk to maybe Coach Lanning, Coach Warren, two, three times a week. You know, I love talking to them, getting to know their family, um, just kicking it, talking about other things outside of football. You know, Coach Lanning was talking to me the other day about some uh, food his wife made. I think it's called foo. It was some type of soup. So, uh, you know, it's cool just learning new things. <laughs> Look at that. Learning suit. You got David Lanning. You got <laughs> David and Dan Lanning talking food right now, man. Wife, co- What other world besides COVID-19 would they be talking about cooking soup like that? Um, no. All right, guys. Uh, got a question. Uh, well, first of all, Mitchell Gray says, respect the new specs, man. They like your new specs, man. Appreciate calling it. you the new – I think they're calling – I think my man Mitchell Gray is trying to call you the new specs like Rodrigo was oh, before. No. Yeah, I know you're talking <laughs> about Rodrigo. Um, uh, Colby Curry wants to know, David, who do you compare yourself to, if anybody, on the current roster? Is there anybody that – your game's a little bit of this guy or a little bit of that guy? Um, You know, I can mix myself between Richard LeCount and DeVar Wilson just because DeVar's size and how he plays in the box – and how Richard can uh, spin the field sideline to sideline. Good question. Uh, getting this question from a lot of people, uh, David, I'll just kind of combine it. Uh, who were the guys that if coaches said, okay, we need you to go get this guy, we need you to go get this guy, who are the ones that you would want to go get and recruit to maybe feel the same way that just at least know the same things about Georgia that you know? I got to say uh, – Barry Carter, Tony, Amarius Mims, 
and probably Smile. Yeah, Smile's a triple jumper. I don't know if you know you know that, yeah. but he, he well, he used to run track when there was such a thing as high school track season. But uh, he thinks he could triple jump like 48, 49 feet, man. And that's a linebacker at 6'3", 205. Um, David, you said something on your uh, Twitter feed. I want to make sure everybody understands you the right way because, like, man – I hope you see how humble he comes across. This is a really grounded dude, great family. But when someone asked you to name your top five safeties, you had an interesting top five. And can you share that with us and why? Um, you know, I, I had them up there. I have myself at number five simply because, you know, self-confidence is everything. You know, I feel like I can be one of the best out there. Um, I've been working on this for God knows how long, since I was three or four. You know, I just – I enjoy what I do. So – who would, who would be the other other top four? Who would be your number one? Is that Sean Taylor or is that Brian Dawkins or who's your number one overtime or Chancellor? Sean, Sean, Sean Taylor. Yep, it's his birthday today. By the way, respect the goat, uh, right. Sean Taylor. Uh, Joseph Kennedy, man, they like your fashion. They like your pullover, man. That's, we got some of that right there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mitchell Gray says, you know, they say dogs are a good judge of people. I like this guy. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate you all the appreciate all the comments. Uh, uh, Ronnie, Jenny Weaver. We got to make sure everybody gets their uh, their questions here. Ronnie and Jenny wants to know what do you feel about your black about the black jerseys, man? Do you feel like you got to wear the black jerseys at least once in your career, in Georgia? Yes, I have to. Those black jerseys are tough, man. I don't know. I don't know what Coach Kirby doing over there, but we got to start pulling those out more. Well, the one thing I can promise you is the defense will wear the black jerseys during G-Day. Yes, sir. So at, least got, at least you got that. Mm-hmm. Um, Randy Hall wants to know, uh, David, what's your workout routine? Uh, I'll, I'll give you a Tuesday. Uh, we go in there. We warm up with our, uh, like, circles, I guess, and then we get into bench. And after we do bench, we're doing, like, uh, floor bench, um, one arm bench, and then he's like dumbbell pulls, like where he bends over. Um, then we go to what do you go to? Single leg squats, Bulgarian split squats, and box jumps. And that's basically the whole workout. But we're doing it over like we're doing like five sets of each. How long will you do that? How long will they – that's about 40 minutes of good sweat, I guess, right there. How long did that take you to get that circuit? Yeah, that's like 40, 50 minutes. And once you get – once you finish that, we got like 20 minutes of shower before school. Wow. Uh, David, once everything comes back to normal, how long do you think it will take you to get maybe in drill shape and then in playing shape? How long do you think that will take? Some college coaches think two months. Um. Honestly, I couldn't really tell you because I'm like, I'm staying in shape right now and just I'm still working out and everything just in small groups or whatever, you know, trying to keep my social distancing. But uh, I don't know. Probably, yeah, probably, probably like a month or two. Uh, David, what are your thoughts on the news of the day, how uh, recruits won't be allowed back on campus until June the 1st? What do you think that means to you? What do you think that might mean to the Georgia class? Is that you think it might take a lot longer to get all this stuff done? Um. I mean, it's fair because all schools are doing it. But I think, like, 
I don't think anything will be set back. I just think it's going to, like, change the whole schedule of everything. Like, the whole spring practice, that's getting pushed back. Uh, they're not even going to have spring anymore. But um, I'm talking about, like, visits and stuff like that. The dates are going to be pushed back towards, like, the middle of the year more so than the end. Hmm. David, I got a lot of people on this feed. They're wondering if there's a team you will love to play as a Georgia Bulldog. And I'm sure they want me to ask you if you will enjoy competing against and beating as a Georgia Bulldog. Is there a team out there that you're looking forward to strapping it up against? Mm, I don't have to, I don't have to say Clemson. I'm ready, to, I'm ready to get out there and play against them. You guys, you get the feeling that that's the new standard, I guess, for Georgia a little bit. Yes, sir. I feel like uh, that's going to set the tone, you know, for uh, for the whole uh, organization. And I think you might play in at least one Georgia Clemson game, right? Have you have you circled that and noticed that news lately? How Georgia's going to play Clemson twice over the next five years? Yeah, I've seen it. I, I'm hoping I'm there for uh, at least one of them. You know, playing in one of them, but whatever God got for me. David, this is a good question from Brett Barfield. They want to know, are you excited to take on the challenge of meeting Kirby's high defensive expectations? Now, Richard LeCount was a fantastic recruit, but he caught some he caught some earful of some coaching his freshman year at Georgia. Are you ready for that, being coached by one of the great defensive back minds in all college football? Uh, you know, I'm ready. It, it'd be an honor. You know, uh, I've been being coached since I was about like three or four, like I said before, but – you know, I'm ready. Anything to make me better, I know it's in my best interest that they're yapping me out or whatever. So I'm ready for it. Nice little side note here. I'm sure you know this, although Glenn probably keeps everything on the chill. Glenn Ford, former Georgia defensive back, you guys that remember Bulldogs back in the 90s. Uh, Glenn was a DB for the Bulldogs, and now he is a DB trainer across the state of Georgia. Mostly works in the metro Atlanta area. Worked with a lot of DBs. I mean, DBs that go to Notre Dame, DBs that go to DBs that go to Tech, DBs that go to Clemson. What's that like being trained by him? Is he is he even brought it up that you know he can't wait to see uh, what you can give the G one day? Nah, he's a he's a chill dude, like you said before. Um, he hasn't brought up any of the past. I know he's done great things uh, coaching wise, but you know we kind of just work out throughout that session, and then we'll talk to each other after, just saying. Always a good workout, you know, looking forward to the next one. Uh, he's got a good player comparison for you. I'm getting, my next David Daniels story, I'm going to uh, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to break that – drop that. But he, he pulled out a name of a former Alabama defensive back from Jacksonville. Has he ever, has he ever told you who you, you remind him of? No, he hasn't, he hasn't told me nothing. Oh, wow. Wow. He said, it's a compliment. It's a compliment. He said your game just really reminds him a, a whole lot of that guy. Um, uh, Mitchell Gray, another guy, he's enjoying this feed. He's like, that's the mentality the players need to have. Clemson is a standard outside the box of the SEC. Mm -hmm. um, David Rant, we got a lot of questions, man. I'm going to maybe a little bit overtime, David. I'm going to try to get out and get you out of here in a little bit. No, we uh, good. <laughs> uh, Randy Hall wants to know your favorite professional team. Um. I don't have a favorite professional team. I know that's kind of cliche. I just have those few select players I watch from each team. Who I can tell you. I can I tell you. Jamal Adams, yeah. Uh, Earl Thomas, the third. Uh, who else? Who else? The dude, the dude on the Chargers. 
That's Derwin James. Derwin James. Derwin. 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 Yeah. Hot three guy. Watch now. First of all, guys. Hey, I hope you know, I hope you notice this. It's a little bit different. New wrinkle here for before the hedges. We're using Zoom. Everybody's using Zoom these days. Talking to David Daniel. We're going to bring a lot more of these in the future with 2020. One recruits, commits, everything else like that. Hope you guys enjoy it. If you if you like the format, you like the look, you like – and David dressed himself, so the wardrobe belongs on him. <laughs> but, um, just let us know what you think about that. Uh, David, Tyler Burroughs has a question. If 2020 happens as normal, what are your personal goals for your senior season at Woodstock High School? Um, you know, I said this last year. I'm just trying to beat what I had the year before. Um, put a better look on myself. Do what I do. Hmm. Brian Brogan says, uh, glad you're committed to the G. Uh, gives us two red and black circle emojis apiece. Uh, David, what do you think? Um, you know, a lot of questions coming, coming through here. Uh, Randy Hall says you sound like a leader on the field. Could call defenses in the future. Um what do you think – is there anything, like, major-wise, have you figured out what you want to study in school? You're an academically-minded kid. I know your mom and dad, so they're going to make sure you go hit those books. What are you thinking about in terms of your college major and your path of study? Um, I'm thinking either sports management, sports medicine, or engineering. I'm stuck in between the three right now because of how I want my future to work out. David, is there a player on the team that uh, – you're tight with or you listen to and watch a lot is like, I guess when you go to workouts and you go to spring drills or summer drills, wherever you go, is there a guy you're going to watch him work and watch the way he goes about his business and say, that's a guy I need to be like from day one at Georgia in terms of their work habits and the way they play the position. Mm -hmm. um, I can say that I've been like keeping my eyes on Eric Stokes, just seeing how he, uh, his techniques and stuff like that. But um, I can say I'm like if we're talking about how close I am with one of the players, I've been talking to Kendall Milton for a minute. He's a he's a cool dude. But uh, yeah, I can say Eric Stokes is I wouldn't say my role model, but I could I could see myself playing like him. I guess it means something to you to grow up in the state of Georgia and then go play for Georgia or at least live in the state of Georgia. Yes, sir. Kendall Milton's a he's an old soul, man. He likes Nipsey a lot, man. But he he's like. He looks like a grown man, but he acts like a grown man, too. Yes, sir. Cool uh, dude. <laughs> David, who's somebody that, you know, I want to make sure people get a sense of you. Who's somebody that you got to be thankful for to getting you where you are today? Who's somebody that you look back and the player you are right now, the person you are right now, the worker right now, it wouldn't be the same without that person in your life? Um, That's got to be your parents. Uh, just all the sacrifices they've made for me, um, for me to do what I wanted to do, for me to carry on what I've been doing. I'm, I'm so thankful for that. You know, I don't know where I would have been without them. As we all should say. Uh, David, what did you think was going to happen this year with Georgia in the defense? Was that – you expected that unit to be very strong with everybody coming back? I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm ready to – I'm ready to watch that because – for them to get a number one recruiting class, plus the defensive players that are coming back, like that was going to be a scary sight for the SEC. Mm. 
Uh, Jamel Major wants to know, what are you bumping in that playlist right now, man? What music are you listening to right now? Uh, you got to get that, that key Glock, Lil Baby, Dub Baby. Uh, who else? NBA Young Boy. I need one more. Probably A Boogie. Oh, wow. Those are the top five that I listen to right now. Is there one that's come out recently that brings the most fire that just went up the charts? Which one do you like? Which What's the song you listened to recently? That you uh, really recently, like? Lil Baby Grace and the uh, album My Turn. That song, that song's not. Have you heard the song that Kendall's, um, Kendall's uncle uh, or cousin uh, made? Like, uh, I, I heard about it, but I haven't listened to it. Yeah, it's called Dog Nation. Uh, he actually did the uh, commitment rap for his commitment video, for Kendall's commitment video. Um, he is a gospel rapper of all things. So, <laughs> you, know, you, don't, you don't see that everywhere. Gospel rappers? Yep. Yep. Uh, Kendall, you got a movie you like? I mean, excuse me, uh, David, you got a movie you like? Um. I, I grew up watching like Stomp the Yard movies like that. I don't know if you've seen that before. It's oh, kinda, yeah, yeah. You seen it? Yeah, that movie's good. I like Drumline. You like that one? You seen yeah, that I, one? With Nick Cannon? Yes, sir. That yeah. one's good. Appreciate it. Are you, a, are you a comedy guy? Are you a horror movie guy? Are you an action movie guy? Superhero movie guy? Like, what would get your money if it came out? Like, when it comes out, you want to go see that movie? Um, I think more so action than anything else, just because. You know, all those events happening at once is kind of like you get to, uh, I mean, you get to take it in or whatever. So, hmm. all right, guys, we uh, we got David. David's got to get back to some homework, got to be chasing the little sister around. Hey, folks, before we let him go from from all of us here at Dog Nation, David is super to work with. Great kid. We hope to do a whole lot more with him in the future. Uh, before he gets up there to Athens. But I uh, just want to say thanks to all of us, and I'm sure everybody on the feed would much rather talk to you for about 20, 25 minutes than just a straight hour of me talking about this guy and this guy and this guy. So, David, certainly appreciate you making some time for us today. You know, thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you to all the viewers that came out, too. Appreciate you. Take it easy, David. You, too. All right, guys, everybody, that was David Daniel, the 2021 uh, four-star safety commitment out of Woodstock High School in the state of Georgia. A lot of things there. Uh, you guys want to come back to the chat a, a little bit later, come back to your chat. Everything will be great. Um, so there's David Daniel. Uh, a couple things he, that stood out, I like talking to him about is what his life's like off the field. That was a great story uh, from David about um, – his little sister, Coach Warren, holding her and how he kind of knew there was something different about the Georgia football program, how much he credits his parents, how he grew up in South Florida with guys like James Williams, Dallas Turner, just makes it a really small little world right there for all things. Now that all these guys are on the, the, the target board, I guess, for the University of Georgia. Um, yeah, Jamel Major, I agree with you. Uh, seems like a truly awesome young man. Can't wait to get him on, on campus. Uh, Don Lester. Hey, man. Good evening from uh, Kentucky. So 
let me let me reset a couple of things uh, that's going on right now, uh, especially college football wise. The state of Georgia, the governor Kemp for the state of Georgia has announced that uh, schools are closed for the end of the term. That means there will be no schoolhouses. There will be no high school left for um, state of Georgia high school students, elementary school students, middle school students. So I guess first and foremost, your heart really has to go out to those 2020 graduates who are expecting proms and baseball games and track seasons. Um, it's just a crushing thing to know some finality that, you know, spring sports and a lot of those things that make a school year great and a senior year great, they're just not going to happen for this, um, this year of young people, this class of young people. That's the coronavirus kind of update. The other thing to think about here today is we've got um, kind of major NCAA news, especially how it affects recruiting. We mentioned it at the top of our show since it was such a big recruiting story, but the NCAA has basically said everything will remain as it is right now. That means no official visits, no unofficial visits, no recruiting on campus, period, until at least June the 1st. They've backed it up until that time. Certainly that's going to be a different thing with like uh, dead period, quiet period, contact period, evaluation period. Summer camps just became a lot more important whenever those might happen. Um, that's big news, guys. It basically means that this 2021 recruiting cycle is going to be radically different from everything we've experienced before. I'd imagine they're going to have to change the camp periods, the remaining dead periods, because really – and what was only supposed to be a dead period for the month of um, a dead period for the month of February, March has now mostly been a dead period, except for maybe a week. Georgia was actually on spring break during that time. Uh, then you've got the month of April, not even here yet. That's going to be dead. The month of May, that's going to be dead. Uh, that was a lot of time for evaluations of prospects before those maybe committable offers were accepted and received. So that certainly changes the way a lot of things happen. I think it will back up a lot of evaluations for George. I think it will back up a lot of decisions for some young men. And it might also make some young men decide that, hey, I might as well get in where I fit in and I feel good about right now. So this is going to be an unorthodox recruiting cycle, to say the least, for those that would like to predict patterns and say, well, this is the way it always happens. Probably not going to happen that way, uh, that way ever again. I would say long-term, you might see a little bit more bus in the recruiting classes at every school. You also might see some uh, more decommitments uh, from every school as well when you know guys move up and down the boards whenever, whenever these things start to happening. Uh, if you just joined us, we had a great interview with David Daniel. He will enroll early at the University of Georgia in January of 2021. Uh, he's very fond of the phrase, 10, tones, 10 toes down with Georgia. He said, even though he's a solidly committed recruit, that a lot of uh, coaches still reach out to him. He's cordial. He's kind. He doesn't want to burn any bridges. He's smart enough to know that the, the coach that's reaching out to him right now for Virginia Tech or Florida or Georgia Tech, uh, Duke, Miami, that coach might end up being a defensive coordinator one day in the NFL or a head coach one day in the NFL. So he's really keen on not burning any bridges, but he remains uh, solid with Georgia. He talked about swapping some recipes with Dan Lanning, uh, wanting to play some Madden with, a, with maybe a coach on the Georgia staff. Really tight, really close there with uh, Charlton Warren, uh, the defensive backs coach at the University of Georgia. Uh, one thing we do, uh, you noticed, uh, we asked David for basically his abbreviated uh, top targets list. Uh, 
David's top targets list included uh, Dallas, excuse me, included Shmile Munden, included Amarius Mims, Tony Grimes, and Barrett Carter. Uh, those were the, some of the guys on his list. Um, if we're going to go like we do every week, uh, my number one target remains Tony Grimes. Uh, that's the five-star cornerback out of Virginia Beach. Number two, the number two target in the class would be, uh, I think, according to our Before the Hedges top targets list for this week, April 1st, 2020, uh, the number two target on the list. I'm going to go ahead and give that to Amarius Mims. Mims dropped his top 10 today. It included Georgia, Alabama, uh, Florida State, Florida, uh, Auburn, Alabama, uh, Marius Mims came out with his top 10. I think as of now, the plan is to, for him to still commit on his birthday, which is October the 18th. The number three target on our top targets list for this week is Barrett Carter. I think he's a phenomenal hunt and chase linebacker, a three down linebacker. He's out of North Gwinnett. He's rated as an outside linebacker. He will be an inside linebacker at the next level. At least if he goes to a lot of schools with a three, four front like Georgia, uh, number four on the list uh, is James Williams, the number one safety in the country, a top 10 overall prospect out of American Heritage in um, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, that, that area right there. Uh, number five on the list is Shmile Munden, another Georgia boy, plays inside linebacker, outside linebacker for Paulding County. Shmile is a triple jumper. He plays running back for uh, Paulding County as well. He's number five. And as I promised, I'm going to go a little bit deeper this week. Number six on our top targets this week, Mario Williams. That's the receiver. Georgia recently made his top five, final five. That guy's out of Plant City in Plant, Florida. That's the Tampa program. The same program type area, which produced Aaron Murray and Orson Charles. Uh, those are, That's number six. Number seven, a new name on the list. Uh, is, excuse me, number seven is Donovan Edwards. Excuse me. Donovan Edwards is out of um, West Bloomfield, Michigan, with Travion Henderson moving to uh, Ohio State and joining Evan Pryor. That running back picture got a little, a little thinner for Georgia at the top of the board with those elite running back targets. Donovan Edwards comes in at number seven on this week's top target list. And number eight is Deion Colsey, the wide receiver, out of Athens Academy, Deion Colsey, about 6'4", another elite wide receiver, recently decommitted from Notre Dame. Be very interested to see what happens with this recruitment over the next couple of months. I do think the Georgia Bulldogs have a good shot in this re-rack of his decision. Ace Callaway got a good question. He wants to know if Georgia's going to have a football season. Anybody's going to have a football season. I think that's really touch and go right now, Hayes. You've, I've heard all these things like um, the season will start late. Uh, the season will be abbreviated with only conference games. Uh, I've heard things to where um, the stadiums might not – these are radical theories, guys. Don't take this as gospel yet. This is the speculation town right now. I've heard things where stadiums would be empty – and football, college football would become a spectator sport, basically a TV sport. I'm going to tell you this right now. If they try to play a game at the University of Georgia inside Sanford Stadium and the doors are barred, you're going to have folks taking their TVs to North Campus or somewhere, trying to watch that game together, trying to tailgate or do something. Either they're going to tailgate in their front yards and they're going to remain shelter in place 
If that ever happens, that would be a unique cultural site across all of the South. Everyone in the South and the SEC would do something like that. I've even heard a theory that was floated to me by a college recruit who was speaking to a college assistant coach. And now, listen, everybody's just spitballing this stuff. If anybody knows what's going to happen, they're sorely mistaken because we don't know what three weeks will look, look like from now. We don't know what the curve will look like four, four weeks from now uh, before everybody starts wondering X plus Y equals Z and what will happen. I've even heard one theory that they would sell only half the tickets in the stadium so everybody can maintain their social distancing inside the stadium. Lots of wild things going on right there. Um, Hayes, I guess to answer your question simply and short, sweetly, nobody knows. Everybody's throwing out these wild random things about how they could salvage the season because this means so much to so many people. Uh, I guess everybody's just trying to figure out a way that it all could happen. I don't know about you guys, but if, if they found a way to keep the season going and it was strictly a TV sport, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's the answer at all either. Hope everybody is enjoying the, uh, another feed so far, our, our feed so far. One thing I want to bring up, I want to, you know, you see the background right there. You see how we, we got some George Lucas CGI behind us right now, that Kroger logo. Well, now through April the 10th at Kroger, we're talking about Easter. We're talking about Kroger is your one-hop shop for Easter savings and are ready to fill your baskets with the best. Save 50% now, 50% now on everything from egg fillers to candy to dye kits and special treats for the kids and their baskets. Um, my kids, it's almost sad. They're getting a little too old for the Easter egg hunting anymore, although they're greedy enough to know that they do want to still get that prize egg with some cold hard cash in the middle. But one thing they're not too old for right now is they're not too old for those you know, Reese's peanut butter cups, all the, the peeps, the Cadbury eggs. You know, one way to get a kid out of his room and away from his desk during digital learning right now is to say, hey, would you like some ice cream? Would you like some uh, candy? We got some M&Ms. We got some peanut butter M&Ms. That's a way to get the kids out, out of the room for a quick little study break. Hopping back onto the feed. Hope everybody's enjoying the broadcast so far. Uh, yeah, everybody's reacting to uh, what happened today, the close of the school year. It's officially over. Uh, the Governor Kemp issued a decree earlier today. There will, be no, there will be no public school for the remainder of the school term in Georgia. Uh, Tyler Jenkins, Brent Peake, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, Randy Hall is talking about Mason Smith as a defensive tackle. That's the five-star. Needs to make a crucial visit to Georgia in order for the Bulldogs to get in the game there. All right, guys. Hope you guys are enjoying everything so far. You got any questions? You want to know anything about what's going on right now? Uh, let's talk about what was on the dognation.com webpage over the last couple of days. Had a story go up today about Quentin Somerville. Uh, Quentin Somerville is the four-star defensive end outside linebacker out of Suaro, Arizona. That's the same Suaro High School Sabercats, which produced Keely Ringo to the, 
to the state of Georgia in the 2020 recruiting class, that five-star. His former teammate is Keely Ringo. Uh, I want to read you a quote. Let me see if I can read you a quote. Uh, let me see. Let me read you a quote from uh, from Quentin. I don't have a graphics department like BA with kids coloring up things right now, but I want to bring you uh, to something about Quentin Somerville. That's on the site today. He's had to back up his uh, – he planned to commit on Jan June the 20th. That was a great day to honor his mother. Um, his mother was um, born on June the 20th, and he was going to honor her on her birthday on June the 20th. He's not going to have the chance to do that because he can't take the visits in order – to find some finality with his decision. He told me he could make the decision today if he absolutely had to, but he doesn't have to. Sounds to me like it's Michigan and Georgia really in the thick of things there. Um, he mentioned a longstanding relationship with an assistant coach at Michigan. Also mentioned a longstanding relationship with the head coach of the Florida State Seminoles. That's uh, Mike Norville, who used to be at Memphis, who used to be at Arizona State. That's where he got to know Somerville and his family a little bit. Um, but he also included Washington as a school that would get an official visit. You guys have been following recruiting over the last couple of days. Micah Morris announced his final five. Uh, he needs to take his official visits to determine who his winner is out of that final five. That's not going to happen for quite some time. Uh, Amarius Mims also established his top 10 today as well. Shared that, and he still plans to make his commitment on October the 18th. But listen to this commit. Listen to this uh, topic from Quentin Somerville. I asked him what comes to mind when he thinks of Georgia. He said, Oh my gosh, I don't even know how to describe that place. Then he tried to definitely, you just get kind of get butterflies in your stomach, just walking around that place and seeing everything. He said, I mean, immediately when we got into the city, you could kind of just feel it. When obviously you drive by that big old stadium, my jaw just dropped. I was shook. The walking around the facility and meeting all the coaches just gave me butterflies. It was like, wow, I am actually here when I was on that trip. That's definitely one of the most memorable visits I have ever taken. Folks, that's Quentin Somerville, a big-time defensive end prospect, currently the number four strong side defensive end in the country. He's the number 70 overall recruit on the 24-7 sports composite. He's the number 49 overall recruit on the pure 24-7 sports rating. He's about 6'3 and about 235, 240. Georgia views him as a hand-off-the-ground jack outside linebacker. Uh, that's the view from uh, he gets from Georgia. Being recruited pretty hard by Dan Lanning. He talks either Dan Lanning or Nick Williams every day uh, from the Georgia recruiting effort. He talks to a lot of coaches every day. And out in Arizona, they just finally went to a lockdown, shelter-in-place, quarantine-type thing earlier this week. I believe that was Monday. So uh, with uh, with Quentin, uh, they've they've had they've had uh, no school for the last three weeks, basically most of this month. But they've also uh, didn't have digital learning until last week. I uh, wanted to bring you to I hope you guys saw the story earlier this week about uh, C.J. Washington, a guy who I just headlined the story. He brings to mind Nick Chubb. That's because he works out with Nick Chubb brings to mind Nolan Smith. That's because he's got that bur burst and explosion, that ball get off off the edge like Nolan Smith. And he also brings to mind to me, Fred G. Sanford. Now, first of all, give me a uh, LOL if you actually know who Fred G. Sanford is. 
Hayes Calloway. I wonder if you know who Hayes Calloway, Hayes Calloway. I wonder if you know who Fred G Sanford is, but uh, for all you young pups out there, but because uh, to me, I'll always think of Fred G Sanford when I think of, uh, when I think of CJ Washington, that's because I asked him, this was back in December before he got his Georgia offer when he had an offer from, I believe, coastal Carolina, Albany state and Nebraska. I said, what would it be like one day if you get that Georgia offer? Cause he's been recruited. He's gotten some interest. He's made some trips to Georgia at that point. And he starts going, man, man. He's like, if I get that Georgia offer. And to me, folks, it looked like a 17 year old kid giving an impression of red Fox, Fred G Sanford. Um, that was an interesting story. It went up on dog nation earlier this week. Uh, we also were able to put up yesterday, Kirby's comments, Kirby smarts comments on the coronavirus and how it's affecting Georgia recruiting. You guys, it's no secret that Georgia doesn't really get out of the gate fast with recruiting. That's because they wait for a lot of crucial evaluation periods in the spring and during the summer camps to really lock in their guys about who they want. Uh, Kirby Smart stressed, and I thought this was a kind of a classy way to do it from him representing the Georgia program. He stressed that it's not about getting commitments right now. It's not about getting um, pole position and guys committing early or guys moving it forward or back. For him, it's really the humanity of when you talk to somebody on the phone and he recruits players all across the country. So he gets a different precinct reporting every day about uh, how are things in Arizona? How are things in Illinois? How are things in North Carolina? How are things in California? How are things in Nevada? You know, he gets a stream of consciousness from the country. And the main thing he worries about are, are these boys eating? What's the disruption in their life look like? Have families gotten been laid off by this pandemic because they can't work? Really just wants to know a lot of these young men are okay and to show true concern about them other than how well they can go play the game of football and chase down a ball or carry a ball for the University of Georgia or block for somebody for the University of Georgia. He made that abundantly clear that right now his concern was more about building relationships with their families and these young men's rather than getting them to commit to the University of Georgia. All right, guys. Hope everybody can uh, still um, still hear me. I uh, want to make sure you got any questions. I'll try to do my best to answer them. Sometimes the feed on my uh, phone will go out. Uh, and I want to just make sure I'm updating my Facebook feed on my phone so I can track your questions. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, <clears throat> South Georgia, Jacob O'Neill is reporting that Georgia, South Georgia goes shelter in place starting Friday. Uh, so we got Leslie Smith Lowthers, Billy Mitzi Sage, Derek Frazier, DeMarco Thomas. They know all about um, Fred G. Sanford and Sanford Son. You guys know they're on Hulu now. Had a friend of mine tell me that all of the Sanford and Son episodes are on Hulu now. I don't know if you're like me. I'm going to date myself a little bit here. But how I got to know Sanford and Son was during Atlanta Braves rain delays. 
the Superstation Channel 17. Can I get a heck yeah if anybody remembers number 17? And when the Braves had a rain delay in the 80s or the 90s, what you got was you got uh, either the baseball bunch or you got some Sanford and Son. Or Sanford and Son was what led into the 705 or the 735 broadcast, 740 broadcast all the time. You got to learn about the junk business and knuckle sandwiches and everything else like that. Side road of trivia um, for everybody out there. Uh, former Atlanta Hawk Steve Smith, when he was re-signing with uh, the Hawks, which at that time was owned by TBS and Turner, included as a stipulation in one of his contract contracts that part of his deal was he would get an episode, he would get a BCR cassette tape back then, I guess what it was, or maybe a DVD. He would have a, he would have every episode of Sanford and Son given to him as part of his contract. I thought that was one of the more unique contract stipulations I've ever heard of. Um, got a question from Teresa Pope. Teresa, thanks for joining us. Um, wants to know about Kamar Wilcox and decommitting from Florida. Well, Teresa, the first thing I can tell you is I don't think he's going to recommit to Florida. Otherwise that would be a second decommit he would commit to Florida for the third time. That would be awfully rare for that to happen. He, I just don't think Kamar felt at home when he kept coming back to Florida. Uh, I think Georgia's in there. I think Ohio State's really in there. Um, I know everybody likes to hear about Ohio State doing well in recruiting right now, as if they could get any more stout with what they're doing. But I think Georgia's defensive back hierarchy, if you follow us on the forum, forum.dognation.com, uh, you see a lot of things with Kamar. Uh, you see a lot of things as it relates to Kamar in the defensive backfield. I think Georgia's defensive backfield hierarchy would probably go Tony Grimes, James Williams, David Daniel, uh, and then it would go Isaiah Johnson, um, and it would go uh, – that's kind of what the, the, the backfield, the back end, the ideal back end kind of looks like right now in terms of you know the ideal defensive back guys. I don't know if Kamar is in that elite group as of now because I think Georgia still needs to evaluate him. Kamar's down there. He's a, he's a boy out of uh, the Metro Atlanta area down at ING Academy. Great defensive back. I think he's a highly adaptable new age defensive back that could play some star, can play some money, can play some show up in the dime, but also be a good back end safety or cornerback. Kamar makes it very clear, though, that he is a cornerback. That's what he would like to do, stock and trade, starting out in college football. One last time, guys, I want to say thanks to everybody for joining us. If you saw that um, interview with David Daniel, I'm sure hope, sure glad you guys got a chance to hang out with us in a new way on Before the Hedges as we kind of try out some different things to bring you guys good content and at least some um, socializing with all everybody here in our Dog Nation Facebook community. Hope you guys enjoy that. Uh, one thing to know for Kroger, now through April the 10th, uh, Easter, Kroger is your one top shop for Easter savings and are ready to fill your baskets with the best. Save 50% now on everything from egg fillers to candy to dye kits and special treats for the kids and the baskets. Um, interesting Easter for all of us this year. I wonder how social distancing Easter is going to look like. I remember I always used to uh, um, go to grandma's house. All of uh, I had a big family. My mom had uh, four brothers, five, she was one of five, uh, siblings and everybody had about two or three children. So there's about 15 kids, 10 to 15 kids, uh, hunting eggs at, uh, Mama and Papa's house, uh, growing up in North Georgia. Uh, interesting times. And again, I still can't think about all those high school seniors that, that 
college seniors at the same time that they're, they're, they're the last year, their academic lives are over before they even really knew it was over. Um, just part of the things that go along with um, flattening the curve and defeating, staying really safe and getting ahead of this virus before it really does other damaging things to our country. Um, and that's kind of where I want to leave things tonight. I know we spent some time talking to a great young man and David Daniel, we got our top targets list. We answered some recruiting questions. I went over a couple of topical news of the day. Um, we discussed this. The, the recruiting calendar still keeps moving on. The main thing here is the main thing. Uh, shelter your families. Take care of your loved ones. Um, don't forget your loved ones that, that are really especially needing some help at this time. Don't forget those people in your life and your world that could use some help at this time. We can all figure out a smart way to help everybody right now. Um, and just kind of make sure that, you know, I tell my kids a lot, like, you know, when they start already wondering about, Oh, this summer is going to be terrible, but it's all about making sure the, the fall will be better and the winter will be better. And next summer will be better. The 12th birthday, the 13th birthday, the 14th birthday and so on. Uh, so from the bottom of my heart, I hope everybody's handling this as best they can. Hopefully some of the programming and content we're producing still on Dog Nation will allow you guys a chance to get through it all a little bit better. Um, I want to say thanks to everybody for joining us. Thanks to David Daniel. Thanks to all of you out there. If you enjoyed the broadcast, give it a like. Maybe share it across your timeline as well as we try to do. A, you know, Papa's got a new, brand new bag right now. we got a new spin on things with our Zoom technology and reaching out to uh, David Daniel and other guests down the future. I would like to thank, uh, I would like to thank uh, Michael Carvel and all his good work behind the scenes in order to make all that happen. From everybody here at Dog Nation, I want to wish you guys a good day, a good night, and we'll see you another time on dognation.com.